Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kim Barra Show. I am your host, Kim Barra, and on today's episode, we have the amazing Miss Honolay Swan joining us, uh, six-figure fashion designer, inspirational speaker, surfer, artist, all at the age of 14, all because she was asked the question, what do you want to be now when she was young rather than what do you want to be in the future? So if you want to hear a dose of her inspiration and what she's been up to, what she's doing, and maybe even how you can try and get a little bit of that rub off onto yourself so you can uh, take some of that youthful exuberance, then this is the episode for you. You will not want to miss this one. But of course, if we can help you, you know, push out your message, just like Honolay's um, out to the world even more, head over to marketingmogul.com.au where we've got you covered. But until then, let's jump into the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate you making the time. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Great to have you. Now, I have to ask this question a little bit differently because normally I say to someone, if this, the first question is like, if I met you at a party and we're having a wine together and then I ask you what you do, but I can't ask you that question because you're underage, you can't be drinking. So if I, if I met you at a party and we were having an orange juice together and I said to you, Honolé, what is it that you actually do? What's your go-to answer? So what I do is um, I'm Hunley Swan. I'm the creator of an eco-friendly fashion brand that uses sustainable materials and has eco-friendly and conscious values. I'm an artist, fashion designer, inspirational speaker, and author. And my goal is to inspire the next generation to continue doing what they love so then they can live the best life. And obviously, being that you do all those things, you're probably what? 47 years old or how uh how 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 old are you i'm 14 14 all right so guys if anyone's listening to this podcast 14 year old just out there killing it but how long have you been doing this for because i think a lot of people might be like oh maybe she's you know started doing this in the last uh year or something like how long has this been building for you originally um so a little background on my life i've been traveling ever since i've been one years old since I was basically born, I've been on a plane. I have been able to fly and travel to over uh, 57 countries and six continents. And it was all because my family and my parents, we went bankrupt and we decided if we're going to do anything in life, why not live the best life we can? And so we've been traveling ever since. Um, my parents have been entrepreneurs and they have always strived to uh do what they love now and never wait for the future because we're never guaranteed another day on this planet. So when I was about seven years old, instead of getting asked, what do I want to be when I grow up? I got asked, what do I want to be now? And that was a really important question for me because even as young as seven, it was able to inspire me and get my mind moving into thinking of like, okay, what can I do? Like really thinking about the possibilities that um, I can do anything. And so that's originally where the first thought started. And a few years later, I decided to um, start taking action on my dreams. My parents always supported me in wherever I, were, wherever I wanted to go. 
and they're like, okay, if you want to create something, if you want to make something, let's support you, let's guide you, but we want you to make the decisions and the call will just help you grow and learn. And so that's how I've always been brought up. Um, and so after I got asked the question of what do I want to be now, I, a few minutes later, I'm like, hey, can I have 20 bucks? And so I bought threads, needles, fabric, and I started sewing little keychains to like kickstart um, my dreams and to kind of use that as like some money to uh, start my own brand, which later down the line, I would decide um, I wanted to do fashion and I wanted to create artwork and make it wearable and also incorporate eco-friendly values into that so we can help the world with that. Um, and actually, Kim, you were one of the first people I sold my keychains to. I remember you got the original one. So I yeah, would say that you definitely helped me. One of the <laughs> biggest supporters I have. I've got all my stock. I've got my Honolay originals. Just hang it onto them. So when, when, you know, once you get over the age of 20, I'm sure they're going to be worth like a million dollars or something. So I've just got them. Just got them. Yeah, I've got them sitting up there. But now I want to ask Honolay as well, because some people here and they're like, oh, cool young girl she's doing these things um she says she has a fashion brand i'm sure she's probably making a few little things and maybe she's made like a hundred bucks but like the things that you have gone down and actually approached like they have been quite financially viable to the tune of like what like over six figures in sales right for your fashion brand so i like which i think is pretty cool because obviously i know sometimes you're pretty similar to me where it's like you're like i don't want to sell like how amazing all my stuff is you're like i'm just kind of chilling um, but like for people hearing that, I think it can be a bit of inspiration, especially if they listen and you know share this podcast with their with their children yeah. to show them some of the stuff of what's possible. But I do want to ask, being that you're a inspirational speaker, you were just featured in a book with twenty two other amazing women, women gone wild. Um, you have the fashion brand. You're you know out there surfing every day, doing all this stuff. How do you manage having a life as a kid in and amongst? All of those other things you go to, like when COVID wasn't a thing, you were like literally at the back of the room of every business mastermind that I went to learning and, and speaking. And, you know, like I try and become on stage and be cool. And Honolay comes and rocks that before you. It's pretty hard to follow. How do you manage all of those things and that like actually still get to be a kid as well as do all that amazing stuff? Yeah, for a while, it was actually really hard to figure out. I didn't know how to answer that question for the longest time. Uh, as I've grown up, it's Everywhere I've went and everywhere we've gone, it's always just been in flow and it, everything was constantly changing, new things coming about. And so I just learned to have to get used to um, everything changing around me constantly, changing at different events, changing in homes, changing places around the world. And I would definitely say that there's some of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. It's literally been my life, <laughs> but um, it's also been something that is hard to deal with at times because as I've gotten older, I've wanted to be with friends or I've wanted to kind of settle down. Uh, when I was younger, everything was so fast paced and I didn't really have anything that I was uh, like connected to or wanted to sit anywhere. It was just like everywhere in the world is my oyster. I can go anywhere. Um, but as like I grew up and continued, um, everything started to become stressful in different ways or just some things started to fall into place where I'm like, okay, I want to do something that makes me happy right now. And I want to be able to like take some time to actually chill and relax and like 
surf and like enjoy a little bit of my everyday life. So since COVID has happened, it's actually been something that has been amazing because I've been able to have so much more time with my friends and kind of take a step back to work on personal projects that really inspire me. Like I'm writing a book right now um, for school basically. And I'm like creating an entirely new collection and it's taking everything by little steps and just learning to slowly feed that into my life and find that balance because in life balance can be something that is so difficult and really hard to achieve. So learning to balance your work life, especially as a teenager (laughs) and uh, your social life and just life that you have on the internet and life you have in like the reality. (laughs) um, It's learning to balance that. And it's taking that slow time to actually find out what makes me happy and do that. So, yeah. Awesome. I love that. Very, uh, very experienced wisdom from a 14 year old for all the, <laughs> for all the, all the adults listening. Um, so I've got to ask just purely out of curiosity, being that you are a designer artist, I can see some of the art in the background there. So if you guys are only listening, make sure you jump on it and watch the video as well. You can see some of Honolay stuff back there. And being that your parents are so big in the online space, being, you know, on the internet since it began, have you gone down and experienced and looked at um, NFTs for your art, just purely out of curiosity, because I've been like very interested in that space. Have you done any exploring in that um, realm at all? Yeah, I have. Um, I have three of my pieces on Rarible right now, and I'm slowly starting to put more of my art on NFTs. Um, I haven't looked into it recently because it hasn't been my main focus. I have some of my pieces up there. I really want to look into the sustainability of NFTs and um, crypto and stuff because just some certain things I've heard um, how it's not as good for the environment. So I'd love to look into more things like that. I do have some of my pieces up there. I just want to make sure I can do a more research when I'm like really diving into something. I can surround myself in a topic for like months on end, but only when I feel inspiration towards it. So once I get inspired and probably will be soon, I want to look more into the sustainability factor and seeing if there's any sustainable ways to also do crypto and um, NFTs. There's many. Don't listen to Elon Musk about the power usage and all that sort of stuff. There's plenty, plenty of good ways, sustainable ways to do it. Don't you worry. So, um, I got plenty of resources for you on that when you wanna when you wanna dive into it for sure. Um, and so, and I also want to ask, what's like? Obviously, art is a big passion of yours. So, what what drew you towards the fashion side? Because um, obviously, fashion is a pretty big industry to approach, and because as well sustainable fashion is probably completely against what most people think, especially being that you're in Bali, I would probably say it's probably an easy and a hard place because a lot of people go to Bali and they're like, cool, I'm going to get my my 50 cent bintang singlet and my, you know, $1 board shorts. Uh, how did you approach that? And like, what, what, what was it that attracted you to that the most? Yeah. So originally how I got into fashion was I've always been an artist, like everywhere I've gone since I've been like really young. I've always had my sketchbook and pencil with me, no matter what. I've always been doodling. And originally when um, I got asked, what do I want to be now? And like, what do I want to do now? Um, Originally, first thing that came to mind was like artist, photography, doing something creative. Um, And when I found fashion, I viewed it and I saw it as 
something where I could bring my paintings and bring my characters to life. I could make the people that I drew real with my clothing. And so that's something that really inspired me. And I feel like there's so much more space to grow, especially in fashion. Um, and so when I was super young, I'm like, oh, I want to do this. And this is what I want to dive into. And I got really inspired. Um, and so how I came about like creating eco-friendly fashion, especially because there's, there's so much room to grow in the eco-friendly side of fashion. A lot of people don't know this, but fashion is one of the largest contributors to waste on our planet. And it using fabrics like cotton, which takes 750 gallons of water to create a single cotton t-shirt that in perspective, someone could drink um, that amount of water for two and a half years. And so just for a single t-shirt that we wear. And so kind of realizing this and just seeing things as small as the fabric we use or looking at these big companies that are outsourcing to places like Bangladesh, China, India, um, and they are not paying their workers a living wage. They are not allowed to feed their family because of how much money they make. And so all these little things that are just contributing to making a single t-shirt that we buy for $5, when we look at the perspective of the manufacturing, the waste that goes into it, all the harmful things we do with our chemicals into the water. It's, I started to realize that the industry I wanted to work in and I wanted to grow in was something that I was totally against my values. And I decided instead of just leaving fashion, ignoring it, I decided to start making eco-friendly fashion, slow fashion, sustainable fashion that uses eco-friendly materials like Modal, which is one of our leading fabrics in sustainability that uses half the amount of water that cotton uses, but it recycles its chemicals and like bamboo, which you probably have heard of, which barely takes any water to create, uh, to grow the bamboo plants. And so then paying my workers a fair living wage, making sure that they can feed their families, that they can have food every single day. And doing little things like that can create such a larger impact on our planet. And we don't realize it, but so many small things in our earth, in the things that we do every single day are contributing to a much bigger uh, crisis in our earth. So uh, by doing little things like that, inspiring others to do what they love, but also think sustainably so we can have our next generations living in this beautiful planet that we get to live in. It's something that is so important. I love that. And you mentioned there, obviously, your team. I remember last time when we were allowed to travel, I came out to Bali and saw your uh, studio and your team there. What's the, what's the team look like these days? Has it, has it changed? Has it evolved? Because uh, I'm sure, obviously, with limiting travel, I'm sure the life of Bali has kind of changed a fair bit since last time I was there. Yeah, with um, COVID, we had to shut down our studio. Um, and so we had to shut it down. But instead of just letting all of our workers go because um, we weren't able to make that much clothing, there wasn't really demand for clothing <laughs> when you're in a crisis of 
should I buy a shirt or should I buy a meal or like something to help me in this uh, time? Of course, you're not going to probably buy the shirt. So um, what happened was we went down a time where we were making a lot of sustainable face masks and doing that. And then recently, all of our team has been working in their homes and we've been creating like designs for different companies locally in Bali for either their workers in restaurants or at different places and even making some face masks that are reusable instead of using the crappy ones that you throw away after one use. So how did you, uh, how did you deal with that crisis? Because obviously when it, when it comes about, most even um, like experienced people might be like, cool, got to shut down, business is done. But like, how did you come up with the idea of doing that so that you could keep and, and help those workers when because obviously it would have been a rough time for them as well yeah of course um one thing that i think is so important especially in times like this where we are dealing with covid and the world has basically entirely shut down um we have had to adapt we've had to change and that's something that has separated certain brands and certain companies um is if they can adapt and change or if they can't if you can't change with changing times, you won't be able to stay afloat. And so we decided to make a shift in our company and we started making eco-friendly face masks because that's something that people needed and people wanted. And so making it out of reusable fabrics and then making the constant shift wherever we went, especially with the lockdown in Bali, we don't have a studio anymore. So everyone's working from home and they're working in their villages with their family, which is something that's really good. Um, but making sure that we can keep our workers happy and healthy and also be able to um, create pieces that people need and help as much as we can. And we also love donating to the villages and um, making sure that they can have food and donating rice, um, especially in uh, places in Bali that are have a high level of poverty or can't uh, be employed as much as other areas. We want to make sure that we're giving back to them because we feel very fortunate in this situation. And so might as well spread the fortune to others. Very nice approach. So being that all that's happened, you've had all those changes, all the new things that are coming out, the you know multitude of, of books you're working on and things like that. What's kind of coming up next? We're like we're recording this is like the end of August. What's the next like six, 12 months look like for Honolulu? Right now, um, recently what happened actually like a few weeks ago, um, we just rela- oh, we just launched our new Women Gone Wild book that um, with along with 22 other women where we have um, where we each have written a chapter about how we've gone wild and how we used our um, it's called the feminine guide to fear a fearless living and so it's learning to step in your power especially as a woman and how to do business how to change um your different mindset and different pieces and it's just a book about inspiration and all and in the next coming months there will be a amazing event and summit um for the women gone wild mastermind where we're going to have a ton of women come together to inspire each other speak and share and so that's the really big project that we're working on right now and um other than that i'm just working on some cool collections for the future and i'm very excited to share more in the upcoming future 
Awesome. Love that. And Hanalei, this is going to throw you a, I'm going to throw you a curveball question. The same question I ask everyone as we get towards the end of our time together, which is, what's the question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you seem pretty on point today. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, wow, you were right. This is a curveball question. <laughs> um, what's something that you should have asked? me today um if there was something that you could share with the world or something uh like a bit of inspiration to give what would it be i feel like that would be awesome well fill us in what would it be (laughs) i would say uh for anyone out there who is questioning living their dreams or questioning taking action um remember to not wait and remember to take action on it now because what other time do we have guaranteed apart from this second that we're living in apart from right now so if you've been questioning or if you've been thinking about oh should i do this or should i wait until i have enough money or should i wait until i'm retired or have like like making sure um you can be like comfortable just remember that how we live our life is by taking big risks and by taking big action. And if we don't take those big risks, we're just gonna live in a constant, like, instead of going uphill, we're just gonna live on flat land and nothing will be growing. If we can constantly grow and do what we love, that is the most important thing. So take that big risk if you've been thinking about it recently. And remember to always stay authentic to you and always stay true to yourself and never let anyone change that. So, yeah. There's a bit of inspiration for everyone right at the end. Now, if anyone's been listening to this and they're like, I want to find out more about what Hanalei is up to, where's the best place for them to connect with you online or site to visit? Where's the best place for people? Yeah, so you can find me anywhere at Hanalei Swan, my name, and my website is hanaleiswan.com. If you want to learn more about me, it's H-A-N-A-L-E-I and swan like the bird. So you can find uh, hanleyswan.com or anywhere online. Beautiful. There we go, guys. So if you're listening to this as well and maybe you have a younger person you want to share this with for some inspiration, please do. An older person you want to share this with for some inspiration, please do that as well because uh, I think it's really interesting to, to hear a viewpoint from Hanalei being that you know, even most uh, business owners and entrepreneurs, she's probably spent more time inside businesses and listening to inspiration, motivation than probably anyone else because she's been doing it since she's been one. So uh, she probably got more runs on the board than most of us just sitting in the in the back of her brain from what she's listened to. So please do make sure you go and share this with someone that could get some inspiration and motivation from Honolay. And Honolay, again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I appreciate you jumping out of the surf and being able to hang out with us for, for a little while. Um, and thank you again for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of the day. You too. Cheers. <laughs>